Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minutes, the daily podcast in which we analyze Dawn of Justice by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Nathan. You can also find me on social media at NoClutchNate. I am Peter, and you can find me along with my co-host at RebelsRebelsPod on Twitter. Alrighty, and today we're talking about minute 155 of Dawn of Justice, which is going to start with Lois Lane uh, still trying to escape being trapped underwater and drowning. And uh, uh, drowning, you can drown even if you don't die, right? It's still dr- She's technically drowning right now, but I, I, drowning I mean, is not I the, mean, actual, is, the act is of dying, drowning, right? like, only considered if you lose consciousness? She's drowning right now? She's drowning. Or is like right. the act of not being able to get out under an underwater See, situation. See, that's what I'm is saying. Drowning. Are you? Is that drowning? I'm or? drowning in all this homework. Is drowning? That's not drowning. When water goes into your lungs, or are you technically See, drowning when you're holding your breath? See, that's what I'm asking. Are you drowning if you're just oh. floating in the water and you're not treading water or anything? See, drowning is the act of killing or dying. Huh. So you have to die. So she has to. Die through submersion in an inhalation of water. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, so she's not drowning yet. Which, by the way, she's been under that water for a while. Yeah. Do you guys ever do that thing where, like, someone's underwater and you try to hold your breath along with the movie to see if, like, you could do it? But it's all cut in, like, <laughs> like you, we, can't double, we can't double stack on on the real time so we have to like cut it out and like space it out right well because like this actually is happening probably when they're oh so you don't think it's linear like i just assume like Like, when she goes in the water she's just been under the water for like three minutes i feel like like that's normally like the issue with filmmaking is like we'd have to show all the camera angles at one time to be like, hey, this is all happening right now. Yeah, Vantage now. Point. I saw that movie. Um, mm-hmm. Vantage Point. <laughs> <laughs> or, um, you know, when Superman and Batman are fighting, they have like 45 minutes to do it, and then it cuts down to like 10 minutes to save Martha. And it's like, okay, but I know that all took way longer <laughs> yeah, than so 10 minutes. So that means that you guys had to like double time on this. Like, yeah. Like this was happening while this was happening. And so this is in this scene, in this minute, Lois Lane, what we see now is probably happening right at the very start of, you know, Wonder Woman deciding to fight final form doomsday. It's like, it has to, it has to link up like that. Cause then there's like no way there's literally no way that, um, you know, like she would be down there that long. Yeah. That bugs me, though. I mean, I don't, it's any movie, too. I feel like uh, Force Awakens did that, where it was like, you know. Oh, my gosh. Like, two minutes until Force Awakens. It's like, two minutes until Starkiller Base is in range, but then, like, 15 minutes the movie passes. Yeah. Just like, I feel, just like it, how hard would it have been to be, like, 15 minutes until the thing, like, I don't know. Even in The Last Jedi, when Finn and Rose were doing off their, oh, yeah. you know, escapades or whatever, it's like, yo, what is, what's it taking so long, like? One, it's not even what's taking so long. It's like you cannot tell me that you traveling from this ship that's already moving in dead space to another planet and doing a whole like thirty whole minutes day. worth of thing like that doesn't take a week in space time. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe I just don't understand editing, but I think that's a pretty common movie thing that bugs me for some reason. Yeah, and like no, it, you're, even you're this, it's company. like if she could theoretically hold her mi- breath for a minute and a half, then why not just only have her like 
have her go under the water a minute and a half before she gets saved. I think, uh, yeah, I think Rogue One dabbles into something like that where it's like, yeah. damn, all these people are doing something right now, but we have to space it out and it's going to look linear, but it's not. It's like happening at the same same damn time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think in the, in Batman Zero Year, they like explain that he can like breathe. No. Um, it's like the sixth volume of New 52 Batman where it's just like a compilation of stories. And he's like fighting Clayface. Graveyard shit. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, like he has to hold his breath, but he like holds it for like seven minutes. And he's like, I've trained myself to hold my breath for seven minutes. <laughs> and it's like, no, you didn't, Batman. No one does that. Yeah. Mm. I believe it. He's Batman. I believe it. Maybe Yo, Superman R.I.P. pulled like a yeah. Superman 3 move where he just spun around the world super fast and like went back in time a couple minutes so that Lois <laughs> didn't drown. Maybe. And we just didn't see it. Yeah. It was in the four-hour cut, assembly <laughs> one. Instead um, of him flying around to try to turn back the time, I would really hope that he just, like, digs really deep into the earth and just <laughs> spins it. <laughs> like, something you'd see out of, like, Ren and Stimpy or something like that. Like a hamster wheel. Yeah, like, like a, do that. Like a gerbil ball. Mm-hmm. Do that. And just runs just the opposite it. direction. Every single person on the face of the planet would just get flown in. <laughs> In like the a orbit. yo-yo, <laughs> it's like those uh, like uh, those like little spin like tie-dye shirt machines that just like spin paint around. That's just what it oh, does. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, you, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Everyone had one of those, right? Yeah, yeah. You could put the stencils on them, and they made cool little things. Yeah. Um, this leads into after you know Lois Lane is dealing with her her predicament with water, and we cut to Superman, who's gonna take a crack at Doomsday, literally with uh, some heat vision. And we get a good old little heat vision battle like here. Heat vision dialed to eleven. Yeah, that's. A, I mean, maybe this is physics that I don't understand. But if I were standing across from you with like a flamethrower, we both shot flamethrowers at each other, and they met in the middle, would it just like deflect and we'd both be fine? Is that no how idea. stuff works? <laughs> I'm willing to try it out. Wait, uh, wait, the flamethrower, but that's like liquid napalm. Oh, is so it? Zod's eyes are okay. Then like a uh, laser or something like an industrial okay. laser. Or let's just have each have a can of Axe and a lighter and just <laughs> shoot it at each other, see what happens. Then you would light... You would light the other person's can and it would explode. Yeah, their can <laughs> would explode in their hand. I'm not doing that. Oh, man. You're trying to explode. Like, all right, whose who's Axe can is going to explode in their hand first? And like, oh, that's <laughs> a fun game. Let's try it. Uh, no, that like, sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> Damn, no way. Unless that gives me an excuse to get like a bionic hand then i remember that scene in butterfly effect when ashton kutcher gets his hand blown off by the m80 i have not seen that movie all right (laughs) i'm glad glad we went there um yeah which uh besides being really cool like uh this proves that superman alone cannot defeat doomsday because the heat vision is way too powerful but i love that as it sends superman into this pile of debris that he shoots out and like he has like this grand pose as if he was going to attack <laughs> Doomsday again. Um, and there's something I really like about that, that superhero type pose. Um, and this place looks very almost, almost looks post-apocalyptic with all this, like this huge building debris around him. It almost looks very, uh, almost Elseworld, like how, yeah. how post-apocalyptic this scene looks with Superman in it. Like, they really got into this weird scene where it's like 
this amount of destruction. And I, I really love that, like that, that kind of setting that we have. It's cool that when he gets uh, knocked back into that building after Doomsday's, uh, you know, heat vision pushes him back, that, like, he doesn't even, like, falter. He just gets right back up into that pose. Like, he just goes straight up mm-hmm. after hit, hitting the rubble and everything. Yeah, he just immediately is like, yo. Yeah. What do you think um, he, Superman, does to intensify his heat vision? He looks like it's... Is it painful to him? Is it just like exerting a lot of physical force? Like if you were to lift a bunch of weights kind of thing? <clears throat> you know, they say grunting, uh, scientifically proven to add more power. Hmm. Is, that, is that true? No. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if that's true. Um, I think he, I think it's all that restraint in Superman. Like the less restraint, like it's very painful. Like I think I think there's a painful quality to it. I think there's like he's a little bit like Cyclops in the sense that like he would be doing heat vision all the time if he didn't control it. And so he has so much control over his powers that when he lets go with some restraint, like mm-hmm. it just it can amp up even more if you wanted to. Like a faucet, I assume. Like it's a faucet. Like like like, like a, a fire like, hose. Yeah. So like yeah, I mm-hmm. get what you mean. I was so like him. Uh, I yeah, I, I was imagine like that it was painful because I, I don't think it happens a lot in this movie. But Man of Steel, you see like the edges of his eyes, like the veins bulge and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was like a really cool touch. Like it, it made it feel very visceral that these things were coming yeah. out of his eyes. Yeah, it definitely seems like it's hurting him with a uh, trying to match Doomsday's mm-hmm. uh, heat vision, mm-hmm. and um, it fails. He gets knocked. The- back doomsday's got it coming out of his mouth though too so that's a little yeah it's like it's like every cavity yeah like what orifices do you think he can't shoot lasers out of i'm surprised he didn't have any coming out of his ears or anything does he have ears i don't think he has ears he's got ears no general zod had ears he's got ears (laughs) i don't think let's just be like it almost if it's coming out of his mouth you think like okay is it his stomach like, well, like where's that energy coming out of? But then again, Hollow Earth, yep. Doomsday Theory, he just, uh, he's just full ready. of it. Yeah, he's just full mm-hmm. of it. Doomsday, you're full of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so the, the energy is just there. It's just like a, it's like an Easter bunny, but full of radiation. Um, And so, like, Superman, what is the, wait, what is the Easter Bunny? What were you saying? They're like hollow. Aren't they like full of ch- chocolate or Okay, something? a chocolate Easter Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> no, they not the real the Easter Bunny. I thought you were saying, like, what did you say? Like, it's always there. It's like the Easter Bunny. It's just always there. <laughs> but the question, like, whoa, hang on, Mark. We're about to, we're dropping bombs right now. Yeah, so I don't really know much about that holiday. Sorry. Anyway, a hollow chocolate bunny. Hollow chocolate bunny radiation. We get there? We got there. Okay, cool. All right. Um, he goes to attack Doomsday, but he doesn't because Lois Lane is more important. Yeah, he hears a knock on the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's there? <laughs> yeah. Inner voice. <laughs> it's a Edgar Allan Poe joke line in there somewhere. Rapping. What is it? R- rapping at a door. Rapping? The, rap- the rapport at the door? Is that, what's that? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's uh, he's uh, this doesn't this 
this um profile shot of uh Henry does not look like him for some reason. His nose looks a little bit bigger. Um Something about it, it just doesn't. It's, it looks a little off. It doesn't look like Henry Cavill it, to you. Not really. Did he have a mustache? No, I wish hmm. that they had I to wish. CGI up. <laughs> no, yeah, I see what you're saying, Nate. He, I guess, yeah, doesn't. I think of what what I think of Henry Cavill now, and is like, it's. I think it's the nose. Yeah, it's something about the nose. It's something about his nose. But, it, I mean. Those shots are usually just the actor, right? So, yeah. See, if you go a little bit further, you see his nose later, and you're like, oh, that actually looks like Henry Cavill. Yeah. I don't know. Glad you pointed that out. It's weird. You, um, saw, you see him in that switch up, though? Switch Switches his stance. Which one? When he is about to go to Lois, he, like, switches from Southpaw to regular. <laughs> 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 he does like the turn. Like yeah, he does like a, yeah, he does like a yeah, he does like a does like a fighting stance change. Huh. It's just a pivot into that direction, but you know. And you're saying like I'm s- making jokes, skateboard Mark. reference or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, he just say uh, you know he hears Lois's voice or not voice, but like he hears the knocking, like the but pounding doesn't think or it's Lois Lane. He just thinks it's someone. No, I think he thinks it's Lois. Um. I'm still a strong believer that he's always listening for her heartbeat. So uh, it might have been a combination of like the accelerated heartbeat or slowing of a heartbeat, a heart rate, and then that knocking as well. You think, okay, but you think he knows it's Lois Lane because yeah. he knows Lois Lane's like. That and who else is on the other, on that island or on that, in that port. Okay, that's a good question. Uh, Peter, what do you think? You think he just thinks it's someone who's who needs help, or you think it's actually he knows it's Lois Lane for some somehow? I w- I was wondering that too because I don't know how he would know it's Lois Lane because the I, I don't remember this whether he even knows that she's on the island still, but I do think that if it was just a random person, he probably wouldn't. I mean, he would care, but he would make the decision that this is more important. We have to take care of Doomsday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think. What were you saying, Nate, that he just, like, has the heartbeat memories? Or is yeah, it, like, he always, aura? no, he's always, is, he's just listening. There's always uh, his mother's heartbeat and Lois Lane's heartbeat is what he's always, like, attuned to. Um, that was just, like, you know, in comics and stuff. And after the death of his parents or whatever, it was just always on Lois. Um, so, like, I mean, it, it, he says it has, like, a, you know, the world has a natural hum to it. And that hum centers around the heartbeat of Lois Lane. So if anything ever goes off in that like hum or whatever that he has, he knows something is wrong with Lois. Hmm. So he just automatically goes back. I like that. Which is a failed thing. Yeah. I mean, it's a cool, it's great. It's a, it's very romantic. It's awesome. It's cool for the two characters, but then it makes him flawed and it makes him blind and it, uh, you know, causes some, some bad things in the future. Hmm. And I feel like it would have been cool if that was explained <laughs> in the movie, at least. I think that's a really cool idea, but it's a lot, it's yeah. a lot of conjecture. Yeah, and it's like that's like pulling from from comic books of the past. But mm-hmm. I I'm willing to buy it, especially for Nairomi, like that. Yeah, like how exactly else is that explained? Yeah. Like that you know that she's there, uh-huh. and it's like uh, like you just know that that person's in trouble, and yeah, and also uh, when he was in the Him- Himalayas. 
yep. and she's like falling off Lex Tower, and he, he's just like, yep. "Yo, I have to be in Metropolis like two seconds ago," mm-hmm. and so it's just one of those things. Yeah, especially because like when he's at the party at Lex's party, he doesn't know that that whole building full of people are burning to death until he sees it on TV. But somehow yeah. he knows that Lois was pushed off a building from across the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that makes sense. Yeah, I think so too. Um, so what he does is he rushes over to that uh, little Grecian type pool thing that was where Lois Lane was, um, picks up that huge slab of concrete so effortlessly throws it out of the way and is able to save Lois Lane. I, she's not drowned. She's just incapacitated unconscious with water in her lungs. Right. Well, if you have water in your, if you have air in your lungs, that's why she's floating. So she's not drowned. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't my know, minute man. cut off. So as far as I know, Lois is dead. Yeah. Oh shit! Like this, this is like how it Superman ended. Died. Sorry. Yeah. Just just like how Superman died last week, where he just got hit with a nuke, and we we're like, oh yeah, he's he's gone. He's gone. He's dead. Yeah. yeah look we're at losing her. all she's, these superheroes now. It's just Batman and Wonder Woman. They're the she's ones limp left. in his arms. She's uh she's a goner. Yeah. It's just just Wonder Woman now. Batman's just gonna still stand over there and be like, yo. Uh, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Um. What's cool about Batman though, um, is that. Uh, he only has the one round like his his one thing that he can do is that kryptonite bomb that he has yeah i'm very glad that he has not like wasted it yet he hasn't he hasn't seen the perfect shot yet Mm -hmm. and he knows superman and wonder woman got out there and were like fighting him and beating him up he could have very well just shot that thing you know right then and there and been like oh well that that was it but no he knows when the exact perfect moment is like he knows when it's gonna happen yeah yeah i do like that um before we wrap up for this episode before i peter i know that you had a couple questions for us before we wrapped up right yeah so if it's okay with you on our podcast on rebels rebels we always when we look at a rebels episode we always do a subjective rating scale it's very subjective it's very silly but i'm going to ask you to apply the same thing to the dceu in this minute so i'll give you an example we uh rate it on our favorite thing or our least favorite thing to our favorite thing so if i were to apply it to the dceu i'd say my rating scale is my least favorite thing in the dceu is the joker's tattoos to my favorite thing in the dceu is in justice league when they do the reshoots and you can tell ben affleck let his superhero diet go so there's like fat ben affleck in a couple scenes that's my favorite thing in the entire dceu So that's like an A. Joker's tattoos are like an F. So on that scale, I'm going to give this minute uh, shirtless David Thewlis from Wonder Woman, the guy who played Ares when there's that scene where he's like super buff and shirtless, um, which I actually really like. It's like a it's like a B. Um, It reminds me of like buff Ned Flanders when he takes off his shirt. Um, So. That's my scale. So I was wondering for both of you, what's your least favorite thing and your favorite thing? And where would you put this? This uh, minute? I wonder if it's like, do we go by scene or should we go by minute? Hey, it's subjective. Whatever you want. 
but we have to judge. We have to somehow place this minute in it. Yeah, I I like, I thought of it the whole the whole like doomsday fight. This whole this whole thing that that we've been talking about. Fight. So it was it was like a B for me. Nate, what uh, what's your oh, what's your all time favorite DC cinematic like scene so far in all five of these films? In all five of these films. Oof. Oof. <laughs> um, and it could be like a concept. It's like a, mine was Fat Ben Affleck. It could be anything. Just yeah. anything you like that tickles your it's fancy. It's a toss-up, really. What tickles my fancy the most out of this movie is... Um, or just all five of them. I know, but <laughs> like I'm saying, it's like it's it's hard because there's a great moment in Justice League where... Superman is, you know, evil Superman and he's like tearing the team up and mm. uh him and Barry have that whole super speed moment that's just out of this world that's awesome. And then there's little subtleties like Batman crawling out of the rubble after the death and it's like that whole feeling that you get of uh uh despair and um you know no the hope. Guilt. Yeah, <laughs> like guilt that, and yeah. everything like that. Like that's that's something that I really like. It's like the feelings that I like out of it are, are, are more so than like actual scenes. Mm-hmm. And then, um, a thing that I didn't like least favorite, least thing. favorite. Oh, geez. I don't even know. I don't think there's that you, much least favorite thing. Least um, favorite is nothing like you're like, uh, you know what? I don't, I'm not really about that. One Roman guitars. <laughs> oh no! One like, woman rock music. Cello. Yeah, yeah. It actually might be that for you, Nate. Um, does this? Where does this? Uh, where does this minute fall into that scale? Or you can just give it like a, a letter grade if you don't want to think. Of a something. letter grade. This minute would definitely be at a B plus, um, like B plus plus. Uh, a minus. What, uh, <laughs> Yeah, let's go with a minus. What's giving it the minus is the um, is the turn that is the distraction from Lois Lane. I know it's necessary and I know it's needed, and it's just the flaw that the character has that I, I really enjoy. But it's one of those things where it's like that that's it right there. Like that's your flaw. You got it. You just painted that picture. But you see amazing Superman tactics, like these like crazy super heat vision. And him just like about to go ham on this monster. Yeah, it's a really big Superman moment. It's you know, it's 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 a huge Superman moment because it's like him versus Doomsday, and then him and Lois Lane. Like it can't like yeah. it's hard to get much more Superman moment than that. It's like involving also, two characters that are important. There hasn't been. I wanted to point this out. It's nothing has to do with what these questions were, but there has not been a solid dialogue between Lois and Clark. In a very long time since uh, since he was on the up ground, snakes low. no, since he was on the ground and he left, I have to go to him. Oh Lois, yeah, and I have to convince him no to help me, or he has to die. Way. Like that's that was the last one because before that he just went off to go fighting. Yeah, and she wasn't even talking to him. She was talking to Bruce, was saying it's his mother's name. They didn't talk in that exchange. They didn't talk, uh, you know, right now when he's saving her and everything like that. They haven't had a real conversation in. A while. Yeah. You're right. Anyway, besides the point, Mark, what kind of favorites and dislikes do you have? Uh, favorite scene overall from all five films is definitely the one that we're watching, especially yesterday's minute. If I had to go by minute, like yesterday's minute or probably 
Tuesday's minute would have been my favorite of all five movies. Not Mondays. That was what Wonder Woman showing up. Well, she shows up, but like it's she does her pose. Tuesday is yeah. that cool iconic pose and Superman coming from the sky and like yeah hitting, and then you get him talking to Batman, asking where the spear is, and yeah, like Tuesday and Thursday minutes are like probably my all-time favorite minutes um that we got to talk about although i did really got uh like to talk about doomsday in general but um worse <laughs> worse scene of uh damn <laughs> it's definitely gotta be i think it's gotta be the martha and lois coffee scene oh my god yeah, you're totally there's, right. It's, there's something about, like... There's there's a reason why I forgot about that scene. Yeah, we have to talk about, like, the old lady who's talking about her husband being kidnapped by aliens. And then something about, like, Martha... I don't know. There's, there's this really weird dialogue going on. And I, there's something I don't like about it. And there's just the way it played out. Now, it was totally reshot because it was, like, the scene was supposed to be in... Lois's apartment from Dawn of Justice. Yeah. And, and it was supposed to be a more like, I don't know, deeply emotional scene. But it, it turns in like this weirdly really weird I, I don't know. The, the, my biggest question for that scene is why was it reshot? Like what was what was changed about it that we couldn't have from the other scene? And so that one really irks me. And there's also like I don't know, there's there's some really bad jokes in there that we'll have to talk about eventually. I don't know. Grade this minute then. This one, um, it's up there. Uh, I think B is is a good rating. Um, yeah, B plus, but not A minus. It's like <laughs> it's like it's not. I don't know. Is it in the A category? It's it's up there. Superman's making in the A category. That's what it's. That's what it is. Yeah, and it does involve final uh final form doomsday. So, maybe A is A minus is is good. Um trying to think of others that are that are really good scenes but that kind of fall in line with that one. Um maybe like Batman in that fight club with like helping that dude out while he's spying on Anatoly like mm, yeah. falls into that that category. Totally forgot that that even happened in this movie because it's been so long. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it, it's somewhere around there. Cool. You know. Yeah. Thanks for letting me put you guys on the spot. I think it's yeah. A fun little of game. course. Thank you for giving us five days to think about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it took that took a while. And still, I don't even know if I'm sticking to those answers. But it's, hey, right, it's all subjective. Yeah. The best we got. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe things will change mm-hmm. in the in the future when we get Aquaman and uh, Shazam. But uh, yeah. Um, cool. Well, before we wrap up for this week, it's been an amazing time, Peter. Love talking with you and everything. Yeah, thanks so uh, much. Why don't you give the folks one more time, let them know where they can find you and let, let them know what you're all about. Yeah. If you like really nerdy Star Wars history and subjective rating scales, then subscribe to Rebels Rebels podcast on any of your favorite podcast apps. Uh, you could also check us out at Rebels Rebels pod on Instagram or Twitter uh facebook but we don't really use that and then if you like some rock and roll music um you can check out my band sore thumb we're on Bandcamp, and we have a website at sorethumbband.com if you hit us up on f- social media we will send you our album for free and we oh, are that's yep, awesome you get the whole thing for free just you know follow us and hit us up 
And yeah, um, we're recording our new album right now. It's going to be out in a little bit, and I'm super stoked. Awesome. That sounds so cool. I can't yeah, wait. Yeah, thanks. Nate, you got anything else uh, wrapping up this uh, weekend? No, sir. I think that's that's it, right? You're cool. looking at me like I should have had something prepared. <laughs> oh, I was, I, was still in the, I was still in the closing act. Towards oh, okay. All right. I'll close <laughs> it. Hey, guys, if you liked what you heard, you can go and check us out on uh, twooldmedia.com. Mark and I also do another podcast, uh, Tarantino Minute, where we go through all of Quentin Tarantino's movies, just like this kind of format. And uh, twooldmedia.com. You can find us all on DCEU Minute on all social media tags. Um, we have a Facebook listener society that has all of our fans and uh, past guests and future guests and all that stuff getting on the discussion. Uh, that's just DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society on Facebook. And uh, yeah, uh, we will catch you guys here next week for another uh, striking and exhilarating edition of Dawn of Justice. Striking is a good word. All right. <laughs>